Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hello everyone and welcome to the latest episode of The Crow Pod. It's David's turn in the chair this week because it finally happened after many, many years good service. Shane's computer died on him today. So uh, he's asked me to point you in the direction of the begging fund as usual if you'd like to help him donate money to, to buy a new one. But we will have him back by hook or by crook whether or not we have to send him out into the night with a bag marked swag and a strengthy jersey <laughs> to pick one up so it's just myself this week and of course the great todd van allen how are you uh, we are shameless and painless today shameless and painless uh, yeah. i can yeah i kind of feel like i'm in i've got an empty you know i kind of feel like yeah. i'm charged today i can i can just you know throw things about yeah i can can you know turn on the heater like it's just when sally's away i was like yeah i'm gonna have this place at fucking 24 degrees because i exactly because she's not here Mm -hmm. uh and it's kind of like that with with no uh, with no shane this week with just you and todd uh so uh yeah it's got a bit shorter show this week because we've kind of worked it that we all contribute half an hour to the show and one of us is not here we're half an Mm -hmm. hour short so now now you and i this is like when you show up at a uh, at a comedy show and one of the acts doesn't show up it's like can you go longer it's like no 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 i can't uh yeah it's kind of like doing the fucking daily update through the summer when nothing is happening exactly it's like well had a smoothie yeah, That's cool. Uh, so here, the latest Rangers news. Got my new top today. Um, <laughs> you know, there's, there's, yeah, there's not really an awful how, lot. I, I, saw, I, football. I saw the bricks of it. How do you how do you like the new top? Ah, some football content on the crow pod of sorts. Uh, mm-hmm. Fashion and football, because because who knows more about fashion than us? <laughs> really? Yes. I mean. If, if ever you want to know sort of like what our standard look is, it's uh, being looked at by the ladies of our lives and going and, and having them go, um, not seriously going out in that, are you? I'm, I, I'm quite well dressed going out in the house, though I am ridiculously mm-hmm. badly dressed because dogs, basically. Yep. Oh, um, absolutely. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the, the, there's absolutely zero point wearing anything when you're going to get right. jumped on repeatedly by three months. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so the, the top, um, I've got, because uh, I'm a collector, I've got the, the, the long sleeve and the short sleeve. Uh, mm-hmm. The long sleeve I prefer. Uh, I generally prefer right. long sleeves anyway, but the the top itself is nice. I don't really like the round collar um, mm-hmm. very much. I, I, I just... I don't, I don't, I don't like them. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I kind of, my favorite one that we had was kind of like that blue top with the white collar and tenants. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And, I mean, uh, should, and, football pits should have a collar like that that you can aye. turn up a la cantina when and, you've done something impressive. And here's here's the other thing too that I absolutely adored about it. Um, was that an Umbro top? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. yeah. So I think Umbro had a bunch of those because that they couldn't get rid of because suddenly Team Canada showed up in a blue collared white top that looked very similar to the Rangers top. Because, you know, when you think Canada, you think blue. Why not? You, could, why. you could claim it. But, the, the well, yeah, I mean, kit templates, absolutely. You, you mm-hmm. even go back, I mean, go back to the to the 80s, the classic C.R. Smith top. Celtic have the same top. Um, yes. You know, and, but yeah. and their colours. So, you know, templates mm-hmm. were always a thing. With this, I mean, I will say that for Castor, they don't do kit templates. Everybody does get different ones. Um, mm-hmm. This one is, uh, I hate hate the sponsor on the sleeve um, box. Uh, yeah, yeah. far too big. And on the mm-hmm. short sleeve, it's kind of all you can feel. Uh, whereas right. in the long sleeve, it's it's not quite as, mm-hmm. as all-encompassing. But apart from that, yeah, I like it. It's a nice top. Although, brilliantly, um, my mum uh, came in and mm-hmm. she, she saw the top hanging up. And she said, oh, is, is, is that that? Did I not buy you that? And I said, <laughs> no, no, you didn't. And she said, well, well, that's an old one, isn't it? I said, no, that's the brand new one. She went, no, I bought you that years ago. I went, all wow. oh, right. So I had to show her the 1987 one and right. said, look, this is the one you bought. Well, you mm-hmm. didn't buy me this one because I was 10. But you, this is the top you're thinking of. Yes. And she went, yeah, that, that was it. I knew, you know, she said, I knew I'd washed uh, a top that had the blue checks. And so then she looked at them, and with that logic, only your mother who knows nothing about football can say. She went, mm-hmm. why have they brought out a top that's the same as an old top? And oh, I said, well, right. it's because everybody loves the old top. Yeah. Said, well, why, why don't they why just don't bring that top back out? Right. Yeah. Right. And I said, well, it doesn't quite work like that. And she said, I just right. don't see the point of bringing out a top that's already been a top. So then mm-hmm. I had to show the 2009 one, which, of course, is also right. the blue check one. Yes. Um, so I, I would have, a, of of those, the you know, I mean, because of my age, the, mm-hmm. the blue check thing, I'm always going to like. Right. Um, and actually, our heart and hand header on Twitter is and on uh patreon is is that is the background yeah. is the the the, the blue check thing mm-hmm. so it just shows you that your know, fashion everything comes around again with yeah. the possible exception of flares the the original sort of like the blue check one i think that was the first out, outside of like the 92 93 with the uh with the triangles down the shoulders mm-hmm. from adidas the one after that was sort of like the one I sort of go, oh yeah, that's, the, that's kind of like my first recognizable shirt um, that I that I remember seeing, and it was the it was the blue checked one. And yeah, I mean, it's it's very sharp. It's it's one it's of the old, but it's it's funny how you how you think about it too. Like I can't believe this is episode eighteen of Ranger Shirt Talk that we've done throughout the podcast. Um, just how I how so iconic to the time each one of those shirts are. And it's kind of like when you think of, uh, I'm sure you do this with albums. Yeah, yeah. I certainly do myself when I'm like, Oh, 1982. That's when Ono Devo came out. Like, you know, 81. Okay. That was for, uh, you know, new traditional, same thing with like, Oh, 2008, that was this top. And, you know, and, 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 and you anchor a player to it. You anchor a success to it. You anchor Definitely. sometimes, sometimes horrible things. And that I think is is more the collectible part. There's there's a shirt I own that 
it, it was part of an iconic celebration and uh i wasn't there for it it was a, a buddy of mine nigel from uh somewhere where is he? he used to be in torfic and i don't know where he lives now and um he was he was in scotland at the time and it was the orange cup final mm-hmm. and uh he bought me the or he bought to to wear to the game the the current at the time uh holland top and then he sent it to me uh as a gift and said here this was actually match worn mm-hmm. and uh Very and nice uh, i it's it's a fantastic it's the the old plain orange nike black it's triangular awesome. collar it beautiful peach of it although holland generally do go, i mean because they don't fuck about with the design they they don't you know, they do with the, with the color. color well we do as well and that that's probably the reason i think i'm quite fond of this new kit is it's the right color of blue yeah, and yeah. last year's was quite fundamentally not the right color of blue now mm-hmm. it was a nice top um, I thought it was a you know, perfectly chromulent top, but it was not <laughs> Rangers blue. Oh, I, I found out this week, just to move us back to more reliably Crowpod sure. subjects, um, that chromulent is, and in Biggins are now in the Oxford English Diction and Webster's we American Dictionary. We did it. So we did it. Uh, just through common usage, because of course words can enter the dictionary through common usage right mm-hmm. as, as people so uh yes uh the, the word cromulent mm-hmm. is there uh generated from simpsons it says that but uh it means perfectly acceptable nice uh nice. and beautiful begins uh <laughs> quite simply means to make bigger uh, <laughs> 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 Which is, is, is it does it really though in biggins uh, what's the actual quote in biggins a noble, the, the... A noble spirit in yep. biggins the smallest man yeah i guess makes bigger yeah i it's yeah. it's I, I was hoping it'd be like sort of more formal i i you think know. you should only use it when discussing as you say spiritual items i don't right. think you could say yeah, yeah. i don't think you can add water to a to a cake and say i haven't biggened that Sweetheart, um, get in here. It's embiggening right now. Yes, yeah, I'm taking a pill and it's embiggening we, as we, we speak. 40 minutes. Yeah, so uh, yeah, I think that that's you know, I, I think that that's that's a valid mm-hmm. uh, a valid use of the word. But yeah, so uh, apart from that, in the world of uh, the world of me, not a lot has been happening. I've got to be honest. Mm-hmm. See, I'm still in a kind of in a uh, you know, you have a most people hibernate in the winter. I tend to hibernate in the summer because there's no football to go out for. Right. Um, although I did go to a gig last week. Oh, good. Which uh, one? I went, I went to see Bob Mould. Uh, yes. He was playing at uh, in Glasgow. I, I love the thing, and, and you fell privy to this as well. Uh, I love it when my friends go see Bob Mould because inevitably I get a picture of Bob Mould going, hey, when did you start playing guitar? Yep. Then, yeah, uh, okay. Well, it's the first time I've ever done it to you because it's the first right. time I've seen him since no, I've known true. you. So, um, but yeah, you do look like Bob Mould. Very much. Which is, which is a bit of a complex, uh, which, you know, I would take that as a compliment because mm-hmm. uh, he's an interesting character, Bob. For those of you who don't know, Bob was in a couple of legendary American guitar bands called Husker Du and Sugar, who basically mm-hmm. sort of invented the kind of music i like as i said last yeah. week if, if you like the music i do it's like going to see elvis <laughs> yes. um when you go and see bob mold but um mm-hmm. I, I saw him with sugar in 94 and oh, he lucky. was fat you know yeah. I mean, no and if you look at those pictures of, of his good he's kind of fat and mm-hmm. uh now uh he's 
very, very, very well built and okay, good. And okay. He's got all of that going on. And, but it was a solo electric show, mm -hmm. which reinforces my belief that acoustic guitars are just shameful instruments that should be set on fire. Mm -hmm. To right. be allowed them in studios for you know to add a little bit of color to song i think they can provide but in much the same way as that you wouldn't expect somebody to go on stage armed just with a kazoo right um yeah, or yeah, a yeah, yeah. Heart, for example mm -hmm. you, you know I, I acoustic guitars are horrible and people say oh, well you know if, the, if they're just performing themselves um uh, no do what he did he went on stage with an electric guitar mm -hmm. he cranked it right fucking up and he made one hell of a racket yep. which is kind of what guitars are supposed to do yeah. The, the, the last person I saw do that was Hoxley Workman and he came out, I can't remember. He was opening for someone and to it, how memorable was that act when I remember Hoxley Workman more than I remember the show I was actually yeah. going to see. And it was just him and his electric guitar. That was it. Mm. Uh, very few places I can think of actually warrant an acoustic guitar. Like, especially like if you're at a house party, you know, oh. and everything's going well and so it's great. And then someone reaches behind the couch and pulls out a guitar is like, oh, I think I have to go. You know, I'm I'm leaving now. The guy who brings one as well mm -hmm. is even worse. Um, yeah. And at that stage, you know, just don't let him into your house. Just say, yeah. be gone. Say yeah. and, and take take your instrument to the devil. I would say as as the guy walks into the house with a case, you go, in probably an hour and a half, that guy is going to be sitting cross-legged on the floor mm -hmm. without socks. Uh, trying to hit on women while he tries to work his way through Wonderwall. It's always yeah. Wonderwall. It's always, always Wonderwall. Mm -hmm. Actually, in Scotland at the weekend, I'm sure some of our listeners uh, in Scotland might have attended, uh, Liam Gallagher yeah. was playing and he was supported by uh, Kasabian, or mm -hmm. as I like to call them, fucking Kasabian. And <laughs> I said to Sally, I was like, oh my God. And Sally, I really like Kasabian. I said, yes, you do, but you're a girl. And <laughs> I don't expect you mm -hmm. to. And, and, and she accused me, get this, she mm -hmm. accused me of sexism. Because oh, yeah. I said, fundamentally, men have got better taste in music than women. Now, given the large amount of men who'd gone to see Liam Gallagher and Kasabian, mm -hmm. through choice. Right. You know, like, they'd actually paid right. actual real money mm -hmm. to, to go and stand in a field mm -hmm. and, and watch this. Yeah. Um, Not even I, have a chair. Not even most, a chair. Most you got stand on do. grass. Yeah. Uh, you've got to stand on grass wearing a pair of Adidas Sambas. Uh, <laughs> That, that that seems to be de rigueur for yeah. that sort of thing. And yeah. uh, Sally did point out, she said, well, if men have so much you know, good taste, why are they there? And I said, that's a very good point. I said, okay, mm -hmm. some men, i.e. me. Um, right. and, and she sort of railed back with all the bands she likes that I like. Mm -hmm. uh, and I said, well, yeah, but you only like them because I do. And that set her off. So uh, it was worth mm -hmm. it. It was worth right. it just, yeah. for the, just, mm -hmm. you know, just for the kicking off that to went on. To be to be fair, if if you're gonna throw out the men have better musical taste, I will remind you that Eric Clapton still has a career. So yeah. our, there's blood on our hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. Phil Collins too. I don't yeah. think anybody was going to see Phil Collins for his looks, were they? Uh, <laughs> that was no. that was the fun turning point of the eighties when uh there was like eight music videos and he was fine. And then suddenly, hey, pretty people can be in front of cameras. And that was the end of that. Yeah, ruined yeah. it for him. Absolutely did. When, when Z, 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 he talked, twigged it, they're like, look, we're kind of big 
hairy, weird-looking men. Mm-hmm. So we'll we'll appear in our videos for about four percent of them, right? And rest of the time, we'll have basically really hot people in yes. bikinis and swimwear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was like that's fucking genius. And ZZ Top, these these big, hairy, ugly men became mm-hmm. huge in the eighties. You know, they they weren't yeah. that big in the seventies, and then they were right. fucking massive in the eighties because they twigged. Um, so uh, some of the, the you know the, uh, music videos from then are, are quite iconic, and mm-hmm. and it's quite funny that you don't really get that anymore in this day and age. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's just because of proliferation. Back then, everybody saw these videos, whether it be on you know in the UK Top of the Pops or in the US MTV. Mm-hmm. They were always there. They were always being shown. Whereas now, um, you know, you have to kind of go out your way to see yeah. them. Yeah, and you can't even just find them on YouTube. It's like Vimeo. The hell? Yeah. Um, what, uh, what is this? I've just <laughs> got my head on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. It's like, oh, fuck another thing. Um, I did we talk about ministry in ZZ Top on on this show before? No. Okay, so uh, you know the outfit ministry wax tracks out of Chicago. Yeah. Nice. So the early days, cold life was when he was like all mopey and electronic and cold life. He was trying to sound as British as as Alan Jorgensen could sound British, being a guy from Chicago. And um, he put out Twitch, which was an album that I immediately latched on to because it was all electronic-y and industrial. And there's all kinds of like barking noises and stuff in it and hitting tin cans. It sounded great. But he was using a Fairlight to do it and like that was his that was his machine oh the fair light just came out all kinds of techno alternative noise ah this is great and then zz top's afterburner album came out which also used a fair light and uh the story goes uh is as urban legend as this is um alan jorgensen heard what uh, zz top did with the fair light went immediately to the studios at wax track dragged the uh fairlight into the parking lot and ran over it with a mac truck nice and the next album that we got was the land of rape and honey yeah you wouldn't get away with that these days would you <laughs> that <laughs> you know you know the canadian reference to that right no oh let me find the town so um this uh uh it is a, a, a town in saskatchewan um which I still it, think sounds like a sneeze when they were naming that place. Yes. Um, it is, what is the name of the town? It is, thank you, Guardian. That's all right. Um, Tisdale. Tisdale, uh, Saskatchewan, I believe it is. Um, they uh, were known for uh, a lot of flowery grains, you know, rapeseed being one of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay which the bees like, so that gave you the honey part. But as you drove into the town of Tisdale, that said, welcome to Tisdale, the land of rape and honey. So this tells me the path that the tour bus for ministry took as they went through it. Guys, write that down. That's our next, that's the album. They've taken that down, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, Yeah, they changed it. They they changed it back. Yet I still believe we have swastika as a town name here in uh, in Canada. Well, that's pretty pretty no sure way, we still do. That's no way acceptable <laughs> in, in 2022. Yeah. Um, you know, you just, you, you've got to get the town together for a meeting and say, look, 
right? Mm-hmm. Yes, I know it will involve changing all the street signs. Yes. But I think it's worth it. We are yeah. struggling to bring investment in. Mm-hmm. You know, very yeah. few people are yeah. keen to have a business located in Swastika. Yes. Yeah. Like, right. like even, well, first of all, it's in Kirkland Lake, so good luck. Um, but like even Kitchener got the point when they were New Berlin. Uh, they yeah. kind of got the whiff of things and went, uh, guys, let's let's name it after a Lord Fellow. Let's yeah. do that. Yeah. Well, lots of stuff um, get changed because of, you know, the world wars. I mean, over here, uh, Empire Biscuits were called right. German Biscuits. Oh. Um, that became Empire Biscuits <laughs> immediately on, on war beginning in 1914. And, of course, the royal family. Right. Who, who's uh, who changed their name to Windsor from mm-hmm. the more Germanic sounding, not Germanic sounding, actually German, uh, mm-hmm. Saxa Coburg Gotha. <laughs> <laughs> so the royal family became the Windsors, which of course yes. is much, much more British, much more mm-hmm. um, than Saxa Coburg uh, Gotha, um, which uh, remembers me that that wonderful Viz um, poster from years mm-hmm. ago, funnily enough, of Lord Kitchener, you know, the famous I Want You mm-hmm. um, uh, poster. Yes. Uh, and the Viz one said, I want you to go to France and be strewn across the landscape like so much <laughs> raspberry jam. Yeah. God yeah. bless the king who is back in Britain supporting the Germans. And, <laughs> uh, and the description of it, because it was like historical posters through the ages, the description said, um, World War One was the time when Britain arranged to have 50,000 of its men shot every week uh, after a short holiday in France. For those who didn't <laughs> want to travel to France, arrangements were made for them to be shot in Britain instead. Uh, <laughs> which is kind of as good a, as good a description of World War One as I think mm-hmm. you're, ever likely to, uh, right. you're ever likely to hear. But yeah, uh, to be... Uh, to, to, so that 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 changed the name. Uh, we've discussed before the last couple of weeks actually that, that things don't always change their names, particularly mm-hmm. especially as you get older. I think, right, and especially with brand name things like mm-hmm. I haven't owned a Hoover vacuum. I sure. think since you know 1995. Right. But you do but the it, Hoovering. I do the Hoovering, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just it's so inured into your brain now that you just you you can't. But then. We were talking about uh, this years ago on on a website, and uh, you're right. There are certain things that you you think hoovering being mm-hmm. one of them. I've heard people say they make a Breville rather than they make a toasted sandwich. That, yeah. that was quite popular one. But you never hear somebody saying they durex the wife. Right. You know that, that there's just some things well, that should be sacrosanct. I'll I'll tell you, David. It's because I raw dog it. I don't uh, I don't need an apparatus, you know. Wow, <laughs> there's a wow. Don't know where to go with that one. <laughs> Actually, you know, to be fair, uh, uh, maybe I raw dog it, and there's 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 nothing to do. But I'm pretty sure my wife Shabari Mini haloed herself the other night. So yeah, it's, well. Yeah, well, you know, you always get that with with youngsters. Uh, the mm-hmm. youngsters with oh, I don't like using contraception whereas i was so fucking utterly terrified right. of of child birth mm-hmm. basically or, or being involved in one right um you know like you know, death before fatherhood right oh sure and uh i mean i would have worn about 35 of them well okay I, uh, I i'm slightly older than you but when i was growing up um there were two things um that were 
put into our heads as, uh, as well, children I, and adolescents. I, I could think of one of them, and I agree with you, mm-hmm. to do yeah. to do with a, a certain disease that sprung up yes. in the 80s, yes. Yes. So, uh, don't yes. die of ignorance. Huge fucking adverts. And I was what, what, 9, 10 about that time. So you're getting towards the age where it's going to be a factor. And I yes. was fucking terrified. Oh, so was I. It was deep. And like, like two things, two things that we knew for sure. Sex would kill you. And Absolutely. and uh, the Russians would nuke us to death. Yes, basically right. that was it. Right. That's, that's what we got brought up with. Uh, any, mm-hmm. no wonder we've turned out the way we've turned out. I right? know, I because know. Because they they basically told us, here come you know we spent our childhood being told, here comes this killer disease which you mm-hmm. will get mm-hmm. unless you're very careful and don't speak to anyone. Right. Um, and then they're also at any given point you may be immolated. Mm-hmm. Um, at, like at any time you'd be walking down the street boom immolation and the, the thing is younger people who might think oh you know there's nukes in the world today surely mm-hmm. you know it's just the same why didn't you just get on with it you didn't have to grow up in an era where every fucking week there seemed to be a TV show yeah. starting which showed you or a movie which mm-hmm. showed you what would happen in a nuclear catastrophe yes. and it and it doesn't look fun no the day after tomorrow was oh, what Jesus. changed Reagan's opinion on the whole thing. Right, once he was like, oh, we can't, you know, we can't have a nuclear war. I've just seen this TV show on it. Yeah. Um, it took a movie of the week. Mm. Like, like to put this in, put this into context. That would be like if today someone like some powerful leader, like Putin right now, let's say, like say Putin is, is, uh, is, is, is marching his way through the Ukraine and just having a time and he flicks on the W network. Uh, which is the women's network over here and sees a castle for Christmas and goes, you know what? I bet you there's a lot of old buildings in the Ukraine. Maybe I got to pull out. Okay. Let's stop this. Like that's what happened. You wouldn't the exact thing that happened. A TV show. Yeah. But you would rule out with the current president and the last president Mm -hmm. that that happening. No. Based on watching TV. Yes. Um, yeah, I'm I'm pretty convinced with old Joe. They just show him it's a wonderful life every night and put him mm-hmm. to sleep. Yeah, you know, before yeah, he yeah, yeah, himself. Yeah. But uh, no, it, it's true. So you grow up with that that, that kind of specter around you. Interestingly enough, and a reasonably serious point, I was speaking mm-hmm. to uh, a friend of mine years ago now, but who's a teacher, and uh, she was saying that uh, teenage pregnancy uh, was rising a great deal. Uh, and so was uh, teenage drink driving. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, that's that's kind of weird. You know, it went right out. She said, B- basically what happened is with the AIDS campaign, it scared the shit into a whole generation of yeah. wear, wear a condom, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and with, they had loads of drink driving campaigns in Britain in the 80s to, to basically, and what they did quite cleverly to young mm-hmm. people was rather than go don't do this you know they said it's just not cool right just only pricks do this so it became only pricks did that right Mm -hmm. but then they went ah these campaigns have worked and just stopped forgetting that there would be a new generation of horny teenagers going for a drink (laughs) um, who hadn't heard any of these warnings and and she said so basically yeah that they stopped doing it they stopped educating kids that Mm -hmm. drink driving's for wankers basically and uh this is this is the reason that we also have now the super gonorrhea. Well, we, we now have a gonorrhea that looks at the medicine that we give it and go, yeah, what else you got? 
Well, that's, okay. that's the problem with your, with your diseases and their mutations. I mean, I think that they're talking about a fifth COVID wave. Um, and, you know, speaking as a, a recent COVID sufferer, mm-hmm. that's fair. Like, it's cl- you know, clearly numbers are up. I think most people will know someone who's been affected mm-hmm. by it after a kind of long dormant thing. The, but, the call came in the house. The call came it, from inside my house to this uh, for the past know. two weeks. Yeah, exactly. Same here. You know, Sally and I both had a friend of mine's got it. A um, friend of Sal's has it as well. So uh, I think, yeah, it is rising. But the difference is uh, they have completely, if any government is thinking, we, we'll do another shot that no, you won't. Right, people are passing. <laughs> it, it's it's not good. It's not fun to have. I will absolutely grant you that. But it's not. We need to shut down the country. But they just they can't go to that well now. It's happened right. too often. Yeah. Um, and this was what we said at times. You remember the one at Christmas there? Yes. Um, especially in Scotland where. They basically said, oh, we're shutting everything down automatically. It's like, well, numbers aren't rising that high. No, I don't care. We're shutting it down. Mm-hmm. That killed it over mm-hmm. here because people were just like, we're not, do- we're not fucking doing this anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so it's completely gone. And the thing is that it will be just like these these so-called super diseases, if in fact that is their right. real name, yeah. to get together, I think, and go, we should go for a real serious pandemic now because there's no way they'll wear it. They'll oh. just go out. Honestly, like we're all sitting here going, nope, nope, it's fine. Everything's good. We don't need to worry about it. And now, next thing you know, monkeypox has entered the chat. Like, uh, super, great. super, uh, you know, the flesh eating viruses and things mm-hmm. will be nice. And we'll be going to work with our arm, mm-hmm. you know, missing a See, chunk. Go, I think I monkeypox could, couldn't come at a better time because, unlike, um, that's a phrase uh, you don't hear very often. You, yeah. You couldn't, you, well, here's the thing people didn't take COVID seriously because you couldn't see it. Like you just knew it, it was, it was kind of like pornography. I don't know what it is, but I know when I see it. Right. Because it was like, suddenly you hear like the wet hacking cough and people drowning in their own fluids. Like, Oh, okay. So that's what that is. You get covered in boils. Suddenly it puts a face to it. You know, yeah. that's, well, that's going to be, that's going to be the poster child of the next, uh, of the next pandemic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they are, they are but then I, I still wouldn't see it cause I don't let anybody in. No, that's so, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it saves a bit of, it saves about a time and energy. I think if you just if you just go straight. You, so what you're saying? You're telling me that whenever the delivery guys show up every twenty minutes at your place, mm. you don't have them in for a chat? No, I said fuck no. That is oh <laughs> Jesus, those are like my that's my worst nightmare. Mm-hmm. Sally does. Sally's on first name terms with all the delivery mm-hmm. drivers in the post and stuff. She'll go and she'll, she'll talk away at them for for ages. Whereas no, I just dread that. I I live in fear of small talk. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think small talk to me is kind of like nuclear war was in the eighties to to people. It's it's always in the background. You're aware it could strike at any given point. Yep. And I just wish because I've got such a, a lineal mind, right? Mm-hmm. I just and because you know I mentioned this earlier because I'm quite fortunate and I've sort of dug myself my own little rut, right? And mm-hmm. I, I, I've got a very self-contained world. And I don't really need to kind of deal with people that I don't want to have to deal with, yeah. basically. And because of my employment status, I have my own business and I'm in charge of it, that mm-hmm. I'm sort of used to with other the people that I deal with regularly, being able to tell them what to do, right? Mm-hmm. essentially. So I really struggle not to just 
like when any of the boys come on a, a podcast with me, as you'll know at the start of it, people will go, hey, how you doing? And we've got friendly banter and everything. Whereas I just go, right, come on, can we just start? Right, fuck that. Yeah, yeah, I'm fine. You're fine. Let's do it. Right. And I'm so used to that now. Like whenever the guy, or, or like when one of them goes to tell me a story, and, and podders listen to this right. will laugh because they know it's true. They'll be, you know, come and go, oh, you'll never believe what happened to me. And I'll, my response is generally, no, I, I probably will. I, I'm not interested, so let's mm-hmm. just skip it, right? Pretend you told me the story, pretend I laughed, and let's move on to something <laughs> more productive. See that? Okay, so that explains what happened when we first came on air. Because, like, hey, David, how are you? Shut up, I'm hitting record. Mm-hmm. Hi, everyone, and welcome to the... Okay, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that literally is how the conversation went, folks. That's why I knew it would be fresh in Todd's mind. Because it's just, you know, I just, I'm not good at small talk. I'm fine, see if we're out. You know, like together and you know, having a chat, and that's fine. That's a social context. But mm-hmm. see, just that awkward two I know. minutes dude, of, of dude. banter. As uh, as a fellow dog walker, I know. Oh. And like as like as soon as I there's there's now two reasons I have dread when I'm walking the dog uh, in the morning, and it's the same situation. I'll see someone walking their dog, and the first moment of dread I have is, okay, will my dog hate their dog? And if they do, if they do, it takes care of the second problem I'm going to have, which Mm -hmm. is, you know, if if, if the dog has a problem, it's like, oh, got to walk him away. It's like, okay, so that's uh, because there's a (laughs) 50-50 shot that your dog is going to hate some other dog. Not unlike humans. And so the and then if if the dog does at, at the very least is indifferent to the other dog, if not even pals, just like is indifferent and will let it tolerate it, then kicks in the second problem I have, which is the small talk. And then the only thing I have in common with these people is that I am picking up a bag of dog shit off the grass before I've had a cup of coffee. That's the only thing that I have. It's it's just, you know, just maybe we should all just carry a little sign saying, hi, I'm fine. How are you? And just show it to each other. Mm -hmm. Um, And then maybe like flick it around to say, I am fine too. You know, like at school when they teach you French. And basically, all anybody mm-hmm. learns is to say, you know, je m'appelle David, and then, right. you know, how are you? I am fine. How Where are you? Where can I find the library? Oh, yes, things. exactly. Yes. It's like, hey, I believe this is an excellent restaurant. I shall try the chicken. Yeah, the, 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 the stock <laughs> phrases that, that they tell you uh, at school. That's what I just think we should do. We should just like, walk about with little interchangeable signs and just show mm-hmm. them to each other. What I tend to do is, I, like, I'll smile. At people, which I think is mm-hmm. a friendly gesture, just to say, like, I'm not being an arsehole, but I've got headphones in. Right. So, you know, please don't speak to me. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I, and, and it's true, I mean, social anxiety is a, a, a real cat. And people assume because I do this, you know, and I'm quite happy to talk and quite happy to talk about, you know, myself mm-hmm. and stuff quite openly. That well, I the, must the, be... the beautiful thing about headphones is that you can just fake a call. Oh, but, oh God, I'm so good at that. Uh, sorry, mate. Phones, yeah, yep. walking away. Where are those papers on my desk? Why aren't they on my desk? And the dog's looking up at you, going, "Oh fuck, not this again." Yeah. Just talk to someone. No, you shut. Bye, up. bye, sell, sell. Yeah. <laughs> Whose baby is that? What's your angle? I'll buy yeah. that. <laughs> I don't recall being in Namibia. Uh, yeah, that, those kind of things uh, you need to do. But yeah, but again, I'm super 
or, or rather I circum circumvent eh? mm-hmm. I, I circumvent that by just not going out. What, but what we should have is like those things like you know if you if if you work in an office and you're using like Microsoft Teams or like even old uh, MSN Messenger had this like the drop down where you could select your your current status and just have that as your person yeah. you just leave the house and go busy and then no one bothers you. It's just like, you know, just a, an outer front. See, we're writing the next season of Black Mirror. I love this. You just have this little thing, just toggles, lets everyone know, oh, you know, you're covered in a red dome, means you're busy. You know, you're you're doing other things. You don't want to talk to people. It would be gorgeous, right? Oh. And then if you want, if you feel like being conversational, you just flick it to green, available, and then you're done. You just, yeah, go ahead. Talk to me, before, talk to me while I'm p- picking up poop. Sorry, let's do that. <laughs> yeah. Well, Shane has done a bit of a shift in that he has sent us the questions. Yes. So I will currently just go into the old uh, the old Twitter. Can, while you're while you're gathering those, I actually have something in honor of Shane that I, I think we can we can all enjoy here. Go on. Florida pastor arrested and charged for masturbating on Starbucks patio. Hyphen. For the second time. Wait, well, I was like, you know, I was going to put up a spirited defense up until that last couple yeah. of words, because it's like, mate, come mm-hmm. on, you know, once you can claim an accident, twice mm-hmm. is clearly a pattern. Well, the wording of this is perfect. A Florida pastor who teaches online ministry classes was arrested Monday for exposing himself and performing a sex act on himself. I love that phrasing. At a Starbucks store out on the patio, WFTV reports. Um, Ingenio Dali Muniz Colon, that is an unfortunate last name, was arrested once before for similar charge, which took place at the same location. He was arrested on Monday and charged with exposure of sexual organs. Todd, let me ask you a question. Right? Certainly. I just, want, I just want, I'm going to ask you a series of questions and I just yes. want a one word answer. For okay. You, okay. I'm ready for right? this. And we'll move on to the questions. Mm-hmm. Is it a crime to be patriotic about your country? Absolutely not. Is it a crime to celebrate the body that God gave us? No, of course not. Yes. The, 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 the I am the body electric. Yes, absolutely. Is it a crime to masturbate in public twice? Yes. Yes, it is. And that's where his defense <laughs> rather falls down a little bit there. You know, it's, it's, it's kind of like... <laughs> like, I but, love the fact that it, it's the second time. Like, you know, the cops know him at this point yeah. now. Like, you know, hey, Carlos. Hey. Okay. Well, I've, I've got a story on that years and years ago uh, on the original British version of Big Brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it was maybe the third or fourth series. It was still in its peak era and there was uh, a scottish chap went on a guy from glasgow Mm -hmm. um i can't quite remember his name but basically he was uh uh, he he was a member of the asian community um and he was gay so you know it hadn't been the easiest of i think he came from a very religious family Mm -hmm. and it hadn't you know he hadn't maybe the easiest childhood but uh, he lived in the west end of glasgow and uh, he used to go out a lot uh, in Glasgow dressed as Wonder Woman. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Um, and he he regularly got beaten up because sure Glasgow, at that time, you know, we're talking 20 years ago, mm-hmm. was, was not as tolerant as, as it is now. 
Um, these days, who doesn't go out dressed as Wonder Woman? But exactly. back in those days, it was quite rare to see strapping men, <laughs> yeah. you know, dressed up. This month and, in particular. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you just didn't get it as often. So a friend of mine was a police woman um mm-hmm. at the time and uh the the odd new woman basically would come into the station on friday night say i've been beaten up and eventually after like the 15th time they said have you ever considered not dressing up as what they're <laughs> walking into the roughest men's pubs in, in yes. glasgow um because it's sort of red rag taboo uh mm-hmm. and i'm sure you know there's probably other reasons as well but uh you know the be some, some so okay, there there are two sides. There are two sides to this argument. One, I should be able to go wherever that was I his want. Yeah, that was his argument. I should be able to be dressed as I wish to be dressed. I should be served and treated the way they're. And I agree with that absolutely, hundred percent. But the flip side to that argument is, come on. Yeah, they <laughs> they, they agreed too. You know, they agreed too that he should. Uh, and in a world that we all want to live in. Mm-hmm. He should have been able to do that, right? Go about with his arse hanging out of his Wonder Woman costume, um, and that, that that's entirely his business. Yep. And it's just, you know, where what should be and what is meets, and mm-hmm. the point of where they met for him, unfortunately, was getting punched in the face a lot. Yes, So, yes. yeah, I mean, it was, it's one of these ones as, as the police are like, well, we can't tell you not to do it. We're just mm-hmm. suggesting that right. for, for your own health. Mm-hmm. That you'd, you'd maybe just get another pursuit, but uh, right, let's get into these questions. Craig right Watson wants to wants to know why is the NFL season so short? Ah, uh, well, let me. Uh, I can I can feel that from from my standpoint as a Bears fan, it's just long enough. It's well, I, I I I tend to think it's because it's an incredibly <laughs> violent game that the players all right. end up, you know, dying in their fifties from. That yeah. if it was any longer. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and basically, when you get to the end of the season in the NFL, the injury list is, is yeah. the size of a small phone book. Mm-hmm. The so, uh, I think, I think the reason the NFL's the the reason the NFL season is so short is to accommodate the NHL season, which just finished this week. I saw it, and they, they <laughs> yeah. damaged the trophy. Hockey in June, folks, love it. Summer sport, love clearly, it. yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm surprised. I'm surprised. I think that if uh, it must be for wear and tear on the players, because oh yeah, for sure. It, yeah, in no the question. modern era, if they could get more games, they would play more games. Mm-hmm. It really is that simple. Um, they they would do it because they would make more money, mm-hmm. and that's the reason that sport exists these days at the top level. So. Um, uh, yeah, I would assume that. Gavin Riddick says, after the Mariners had a ruck the other day, mm-hmm. what team should Rangers be offering square goals to this season? The oh. unwashed need not be considered as we don't want uh, the, the 753,000 summits at Holyrood. Right. Um, who? Uh, I can tell you who. Um, if, if we're, so if we're taking that lot out of the equation, um, mm-hmm. every single one of the teams that voted us down to the bottom division. Yeah, I think every so. single one, and just have them form an orderly queue. I'd quite like us to punch fuck out of Aloha because they've had it coming for years. <laughs> We've all seen that guy at Ibrox accusing oh him of cheating, and he's right. <laughs> just out of nowhere, you're yeah. you're you're punching a kid on a streetcar. That's all you're doing. <laughs> I just I'd like to you know send send in Big John Lundstrom and just. <laughs> You deal with him on his own. He's You're John Lundstrom. I am. Path. Path. Right. 
I don't even know who you are, Aloha, but I've been instructed by the crow pod to come around and beat the shit out of you. That's why Aloha? Why? I, well, you know, various reasons and shitty wee club and sure, they, but they, they got they, they kept they kept drawing and beating us and uh, the chairman it. is that Mike Mulroney prick. So mm-hmm. there's loads of reasons, okay. loads of reasons. But you know them, uh, I, I think, because you know otherwise it's just every team in the top division, isn't it? Um, sure. Yeah. Um, Graham Van Lundstrom. Okay. Now that like America, it. now that America is traveling back in time, what mm-hmm. century is next, and what law will be reinstated? The Kentucky law forbidding a woman to marry the same man four times must be due to be looked at soon. Mm-hmm. That to yeah. me, that does strike me as a fairly sensible law. It does. Because I think actually. if you've had three goes at it and mm-hmm. it hasn't worked out, you might have to just give that relationship up as a bad law. Mm-hmm. That was that was one of my favorite Larry Miller jokes. Is that he he. Uh... When he was talking about divorce. It's like people people give up on marriage so easy. But my favorite one is when people get divorced and then remarry. That's like you know coming into the fridge in the morning, and go, hmm, that milk is sour. Maybe tomorrow will be fresh. You no, know? Uh, it, it, it's it, it's never really struck me as as a great idea. But it, you know, I, I can understand. I remember after I split up with my my wife, and a couple of months later, you mm-hmm. know, we saw each other and we, we talked about getting back together, and then both of us kind of went, no. But, you know, there there is just, because, you know, there's always, unless you have a, I mean, a really vicious, you know, um, relationship breakup, that there's always some residual stuff, because, you know, it's what attracted to the person in the first place. But, no, I think that if you've had two goes at it, you've given it the old college try. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't think anyone can accuse you of not having had a right good stab at it. And to prevent it becoming a literal stab at, uh, each other probably at that point just head out the door. Mm-hmm. Um, I, but here are some some brilliant U.S. laws, uh, dumbest U.S. laws. Okay, uh, to, to go through just to, to to Washington. When two trains come to a crossing, neither can go until the other has passed. <laughs> In order- in Oregon, a door on a car may not be left open longer than is necessary. <laughs> In California, animals are banned from mating publicly within 1,500 feet of a tavern, school, or place of worship. <laughs> good, good luck to the guy who has to get them to comply with that. Right, right, right. Yeah, you know, i if, I just love the idea of of a dog on heat, uh, mm-hmm. two dogs on heat, and right. they run and they get each other, and they go, "Oh shit, there's a pub there, right? Come on, we'll need to keep walking." Right. Uh, <laughs> in Nevada, it is illegal mm-hmm. to drive a camel on the highway. Okay, well, that's a good one. Well, it's illegal to drive a camel. The the one yeah. thing you know, law has to be very precise. You could walk alongside it. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. But if you're, you're yeah. <laughs> or I suppose you, you can sit on it so long as you let him drive. Right. So long as he got to choose. I just I love picturing someone you know driving along the road and they see this camel with his thumb out the side of the road and say, "Hey, we should pick him up." Nope, just keep driving. Just keep going. Let him be. Uh, in Montana, it is illegal to have a sheep in the cab of your truck without yeah. a chaperone. <laughs> Sorry, you said Aberdeen, right? I like this one. <laughs> this is down as a dumb law, but I like yeah. this. I like in it. Wy- in Wyoming. It is illegal to wear a hat in public that obstructs people's view in a public theatre or cinema. 
good. I don't think yes. that's dumb. I think yeah. that's a great law. No, that's a good one. You, the last thing you need is like some hipster in a top hat sitting yeah. right in front of you as you're trying to you know enjoy your Top Gun. No. Yeah. Uh, that one, keep that one in. In Alabama, it is illegal to wear a fake mustache that causes laughter in a church. Beautiful. I also <laughs> have an Alabama one for you. Go on. It is illegal to drive blindfolded. Um, thank God Thank God they put it on paper. Thank God. Uh, in Minnesota, it is illegal to sleep naked. Oh, no, I'm not having that. Okay. You wouldn't, you wouldn't mind being the judge of that for certain sure. people, would you? You know, if you got to go around and say, excuse me, um, can I come in? No, it's mm-hmm. three in the morning. I don't care. Uh, what have you got on under that robe? Right. Nothing. Yeah. Oh, right. You know, you got mm-hmm. in jail. Um, in Vermont, women must obtain written permission from their husbands to wear false teeth. Good. I I agree with that. In Massachusetts, uh, awake mourners may eat no more than three sandwiches. Oh, forget that. No. It's <laughs> no <laughs> point of going, isn't it? Uh, uh, I show up with Tupperware. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in Tennessee, it is a crime to share your Netflix password. Beautiful. <laughs> in Alaska, it is considered an offence to push a live moose out of a moving airplane. Okay. The moose lobby. I'm telling you, you don't want to fuck with them, right? Uh-huh. They've got all the... Um, in North Dakota, it is illegal to lie down and fall asleep with your shoes on. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Okay, so that's so that's covering business meetings. That's all that is. Okay. In Nebraska, if a child burps during church, his parent may be arrested. Beautiful. Yes. <laughs> <That's hardcore>. Yes. <laughs> not crying, not wailing, but a burp. Very nice. In Kentucky. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> One may not die a duckling blue and offer it for sale unless more than six are for sale at once. <laughs> that is very specific to Rangers at Christmas. <laughs> that is very specific. In New Jersey, it's against the law to wear a bulletproof vest while committing a murder. Beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. part of the, part of the Fairness Act. Yeah, um, but. But in the sensible ones, what about this? I think that this is one we can get on board with. In Maine, after January the 14th, you will be charged a fine for having your Christmas decorations up. Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't think yeah. we should be against that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I don't think that that one's going to... You know, I, I don't think that that's uh, in any way bad. Um, in Indiana, one-armed piano players must perform for free. Beautiful. Uh, Beautiful. <laughs> Uh, this is quite a common one. They've got it down as Illinois, which of course Shane sometimes. But this sure. this was this one was very common. They clearly haven't got round to. We should point out, folks, these are laws probably from like you know the eighteenth, nineteenth centuries that just haven't been struck off. They don't enforce them. I hope. Uh, mm-hmm. Well, we say that, but the way the fucking country's going. Um, mm-hmm. But in Illinois, you may be arrested for vagrancy if you do not have at least one dollar on your person. That was pretty common. That, would, that happened yeah. in the UK as well. There was like, mm-hmm. if you, because you had to demonstrate basically, and it's to do with if you were going into towns and villages, it was to check you weren't a beggar, basically. Yeah, no, I get that. Um, so the, that, that one just hasn't been struck down. Um, Vagrancy laws, they would call them, yes. Yeah, they're already on to the next one. Um, the, the, in a series, the chap was asking um, uh, the, a, a US uh, senator, 
has asked the the court to look at uh, a ruling which said it was illegal to have anti-sodomy laws in place, which of course uh, mm-hmm. isn't to do with forced sodomy, and which I think we all agree is offside. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, you, you're not allowed to commit it at all, which means that you know obviously it's aimed at, at uh, mainly at, at homosexual sex. But mm-hmm. of course, there's a lot of um, straight people, certainly according to the videos on the internet, who mm-hmm. get involved in that sort of unpleasantness. So, <laughs> oh, you know, this, that's this just tells me I've got to make sure my windows are closed a couple of nights a week. That's, uh, you know, it's a it's a tough one to argue against, really, because if you you, you know, certainly, uh, obviously, it's aimed at the, they, they want to restrict gay rights. Basically, they yeah, want yeah, to make yeah. gay, um, gay people move. But sixteen states, incidentally, if that gets struck down, immediately go mm-hmm. to anti-sodomy laws. So you know that is a real thing. But do you really want to be the guy standing there with your wife, mm-hmm. who's who, who says we're against anti-sodomy laws? <laughs> and she's, she's kind of standing there in front of what her friends and family going, oh, God. You're right. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you, it's, it's a difficult one. It, you, want to be a, you want to be an ally, basically, but it's yes. hard. Yes. In that instance, and you say, well, I'm going to go and argue against this anti-gay uh, gay rights mm-hmm. legislation. And she goes, good on you. What are you going to do? I'm going to say that you and me should be allowed to continue having anal sex. You're going to do what? Sorry. What's um, up? <laughs> yeah, can, can, can you run that one by me again, please, David? <laughs> Uh, so, so yeah. Um, moving on. Uh, that's a good one from Four Scotia's Had a Van. What's your favourite non-Beatles song by a former Beatle? Um, I would have to say. See, it used to be "Live and Let Die," and then Guns N' Roses got their hands on it. Oh, they. So that's kind of spoil for me. So I'll say uh, "Nobody Told Me" by John Lennon. That is a great song. Yeah. Uh, that is an absolutely brilliant song. I'll go for, let me see. See, McCartney I struggle a wee bit with because I think a lot of his solo work is underrated. Yes, I think he gets I agree. a lot of shit for mm-hmm. stuff that he doesn't deserve. Um, Band on the Run is brilliant. Uh, you, yeah. you cannot deny that Band on the Run is brilliant. Uh, if I was going to go for uh, another slightly... Uh, underrated, but a very underrated portrait. I'd go for Just Another Day, um, which I think was his first solo single. It's a very beautiful song. And I remember reading in a book about how Lennon brought out Power to the People, which the lyrics are basically Power mm-hmm. to the People. Right. You talk about revolution, you better give us one right now. Mm-hmm. And the McCartney song's about, uh, you know, this woman who's just trapped in a dead end life and she gets up every day and goes to work and nothing ever changes and she's lonely and suicidal and the NME at the time put out if you said oh you know Lennon uh, Lennon with a you know he's saying the big points and McCartney's song is so trite and I'm like no Lennon's song is so incredibly stupid and pointless mm-hmm. and, or the kind of politics you expect from a 14 year old power to the people what the fuck does that even mean <laughs> all right I mean it's, it's such an empty thing to say it is Whereas McCartney's song was so beautiful and wistful and is something that happens to billions of people every day. You know, Mm -hmm. our feelings that we all have. Um, So I'd have McCartney there. I'm going to shout out a couple of the... uh, John... Much (laughs) as it's cheesy, I do like women. Uh, Yeah. I think it's a lovely song. Maybe just because... 
you know my dad really likes it so um, it's, it's a nice little slow dancer it's like when it happens yeah. like it, it's got it's got everything you need in a in a, uh, in a slow dance which yeah. is uh some 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 pretty yeah. uh saccharine lyrics that you can yeah. just you know let her bury her head into your shoulder on yeah um it's a, it's, it's a decent decently long song so like you're you're in there in cuddle formation pretty easy mm-hmm. And, uh, and yeah, in, in the 1980s, it was horrible if you were wearing rugger pants at a dance because they provide no retention. If you know what I mean, it was like between that song and stairway to heaven. Oh God. I was like, I got scoliosis from shifting my hips back so that she didn't have to, you know, rub up against the hard pylon. You need to wear trousers that can accommodate that sort of rush of blood. Um, (laughs) George, I'll go for, uh, got my mindset on you which is a tremendous pop song uh and ringo mm. people are gonna go oh, ringo ringo's first solo single it don't come easy is fucking brilliant yeah if you haven't heard that it. Mm-hmm. it is a corker of a song so uh i'll go with that uh, rangers owners as players as star wars characters ha 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 Right. Well, Ali McCoy's would be Luke, wouldn't he? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Without, goes without saying. There, there's Brandon no question. Barker, yeah. Brandon Barker sort of ran with C3PO. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I give you that. Um, um, Reno Gattuso is R2D2. Yes, yeah, the we squat fellow. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that 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 would work. Um, Walter's Yoda. There's no question. Walter is Yoda. Yeah. The, just the coolest, most knowledgeable. Mm-hmm. Uh, he would, he would definitely. Um, Staring at Chick Young, you are. <laughs> David Murray as Darth Vader. Yes. Uh, I think David Murray. And then uh, Craig White as Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah, Craig Craig White is one of you know the or one of those general grievous, you know, one of those shite baddies. Yes. Uh, yeah, uh, he would be in there, and uh, Charles Green is that big arsehole. Um, in Return of the Jedi, you know that they they go to feed. Oh, the Emperor. Yeah, I know the the big uh, on the, oh, the Sarlacc. Aye, the big asshole. Right, that's what the it is. on the desert. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that, yeah. Yeah. That would be Charles Green. <laughs> right, folks, that will do us this week on update. Now, there's loads of stuff Shane goes through at this point that I'll be honest, mm-hmm. I've never really listened to. So um, I think it's got something to do with there's loads of nice people in the world out there. Um, but if you read the back, <laughs> if you read the description, then it'll tell you more specifically who those nice people in the world are. Yes. Um, Please consult our show notes for the list yes, of nice people. That's, that's the phrase I was after. Uh, and just update you on some of our upcoming projects. Latest episode of Watergate mm-hmm. should be with you this Friday. Uh, nice. I believe. By the way, that's a fantastic listen. It's uh, it's 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 really really fun. You guys should you should definitely go in and uh, and, and give that a uh, a uh, an ear lend to it. It's quite uh, if it, again as I describe it, it's um, two two guys that have hard ons for Nixon that aren't uh, Roger Stone. So yes. you're good. Yes. You're good. Uh, different types of hard on, uh, I suppose. Though he's his is more ang- <laughs> not aggressive, his, just like his you is know. A more angry. One than yes. mine. Mine's is more of a kind of laid back, relaxed owner, mm-hmm. uh, I think. Uh, and what you got going on at the moment, Todd? Uh, not much uh, coming up. We're coming into July. I'm still trying to figure out where and when to put on Write Em Up. I think we'll have to do an online show again. Um, the 12th but, uh, is quite a big day over here. The which one? 12th. 
quite big over here. Oh yeah, twelfth is quite big. Yeah, maybe we can do something for that. Um, the uh, oh, also if you go to my website heystva.com uh, slash calendar, I got all the dates and details there uh, for whatever dates I have coming up. Uh, and the twenty third season of Comedy Above the Pub uh, just started again. So we had uh, Al Val; she was great. Um, make sure you're listening. There it is. Done. That's me. Oh, oh, right? oh, oh! And Shane and I, are, we we we're doing the Desert Island Dicks uh, soon again. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we're probably. I'm looking to record sometime next week. I got to clear it with Shane, but yes, episodes will be coming out as soon as we find that list of things like what we're going to talk about again. So yeah, (laughs) I look forward to it. Right, folks. Thanks for joining us. And we'll talk to you on the crow pod next week, hopefully uh, with an injection (laughs) of Shane to look forward to. So brace Mm -hmm. yourselves for that. Thanks everyone. Bye-bye.